I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 357 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have the honor of welcoming a true American hero to the podcast today. Active duty Green Beret Matthew Williams joins me here. Matt received the nation's highest military award, the Medal of Honor, for his heroic actions during the Battle of Shock Valley in Afghanistan. The battle involved Matt and 14 of his teammates from the Army's 3rd Special Forces Group who were ambushed in Afghanistan and faced just insurmountable odds and an overwhelming force of 200 enemies. Matt, along with Special Forces medic Ron Scherer, were awarded the Medal of Honor, and eight others were awarded the Silver Star as a result of the battle. These guys are the best of the best, and Matt is in an extremely rare position of receiving the Medal of Honor and still serving active duty. I can't tell you what an honor it is for me to have him here on the podcast. Matthew Williams will be here in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Matt Williams was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you guys would like to watch the conversation between the Medal of Honor recipient and myself, please subscribe to my YouTube channel. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. And if you guys enjoyed today's episode, I highly recommend you check out my other interviews with Medal of Honor recipients. Episode 200 of the podcast featured U.S. Marine Dakota Meyer. Episode 260, Vietnam Navy SEAL Michael Thornton. And episode 265, Navy SEAL Ed Byers. All three episodes are available in the archives. Please go check them out and have a listen. Now, I was up in the air about publishing today's episode right now just due to the terrible rioting that's going on across the country as a result of the murder of George Floyd. Some people just hammered me on Twitter for posting Monday's episode of Backstreet Boys singer Nick Carter saying that I was being insensitive. I do feel that the message of this podcast is more important now than ever because I'll bet a dollar to a donut that the majority of the bad apples who have hijacked these protests have no father figure in their life. And we have got a fatherless crisis going on in this country. Just as you heard Hall of Fame wide receiver Michael Irvin tell you right here on First Class Fatherhood, the number of fatherless households in the African-American community is over 73%. In the Hispanic community, it's over 52%. And in the Caucasian community, it's 33%. And across all races, wherever you see a high percentage of fatherless households, you're going to see a direct correlation in a spike in teenage suicides, teenage drug use, teenage pregnancy, violent crime, and everything else. So So we need stronger family units in this country, stronger father figures to equip our kids with the tools to become decent, law-abiding contributors to society. And I consider myself a child of God first, a father second, and an American third. I love this country, and I am grateful for the men and women who fight to protect it. And you're going to hear from one of them right now. And as always, please help me spread the word about this podcast to every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day. Right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with Medal of Honor recipient Matt Williams. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Nothing beats an American flag made in the USA, right? Well, how about an American flag made in the USA by veterans out of duty-worn fatigues from all branches of the military? That is exactly what you get with combat flags. Combat flags are handcrafted from duty-worn fatigues and offer a tangible piece of freedom to the American people. Each flag is accompanied by a professionally designed and printed card that tells the story of service of a soldier, marine, airman, sailor, or coastie who wore the fatigues used to make the flag. They are the real deal, Dad, so what are you waiting for? Visit CombatFlags.com and use the promo code FATHER, and First Class Fatherhood listeners will save 10% off their purchase. 
Veteran-owned, American-made. CombatFlags.com, promo code FATHER. Uh, joining me now, First Class Father, Matt Williams. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me on. It's, it's an honor to be here. All right, let's start right here. How many kids do you have? How old? Uh, so just one boy. He's three uh, before November. So it's uh, it's been fun. Awesome. Did you guys do like a gender reveal to find out you were having a boy or did you wait to the end to find out? Uh, we found out beforehand. Uh, we didn't we didn't do anything crazy. Just, you know, found out of the doctor's office and we're happy with what we found out. <laughs> you, you, you going for the girl now or are you guys all done? Uh, I don't know. We talked about it. We we haven't made the official decision. Um, kind of see how it goes. But, you know, it's he's uh, Nolan, my son, is. He's a strong-willed three-year-old, so he he actually he may need somebody to help kind of tame him. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> All right. Well, if you could, Matt, please just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, uh, Matt Williams, I'm a sergeant major, uh, currently serving the Army uh, for Third Special Forces Group. Um, I've been in the Army for 14 and a half, going on 15 years. Um, been with Third Special Forces Group most of my career. Uh, done. I don't know, five deployments to Afghanistan, one to, to Africa. Um, now I'm kind of filling a staff role. And I've uh, been married for 10 years. Um, and then, like I said, a, a father for three and a half, almost four. Um, that's, that's about it. Yeah, and Matt, thank you for your service. Uh, it's really an honor for me to have you here today. And uh, so, uh, during your service here, then how old were you then about when you when you became a father? And how did becoming a dad kind of change your perspective on life? Yeah, so I was actually I was 35, I believe, 35, 36, um, and it was a huge change. I uh, I was actually I kind of had a break. I was instructing. I was at one of our uh, advanced skill schools for special forces. Um, so I had some time at home, which was good. Um, and I've, I've actually able to be home for the mo- most part. I've, I've done one deployment since, since we had Nolan. Um, but overall, I mean, it changes kind of my, it changed my whole outlook on, on the way things are, uh, definitely reinforced putting family first. Um, you know, the, the career at that point was always the first, first things first and, you know, willing to jump on whatever and, and do what was, whatever is needed, which of course I still am, but. You know, I always have in the back of my head taking into account, you know, raising a young son and, and making sure I'm around for as much as, as as I can be, you know, knowing I still have quite a bit of time in the military and, you know, there'll definitely be those times where I won't be able to be around, um, you know, but it, it definitely is a huge eye opener. I'll say that, you know, it's you think you can prepare for it and, and all that, but, you know, there's no way. Yeah, well said. I, I hear you on that. And, and one of the reasons why I, lo- I love having uh, so many of the dads from the military on is because, I, you know, I, I can't imagine having to do like you go on deployment and have to go so far away from your family and be away for such a long time. I, I work a, an overnight or a double at my job and I feel like I'm being uh, taken away from my family. So yeah. it's amazing what you guys uh, what you do. And I love the videos that I see of the service members coming back to surprise their families when they come back from a deployment. I think they're the best videos on, uh, on YouTube. Yeah. And, uh, and so what, what has it been like for you? I mean, what, what is like, uh, is it harder for you now? Like what was it? I mean, you've done so many different deployments, uh, without being a dad, what was the major difference for you doing a deployment this time? I know only one so far while being a dad. I, it's definitely tough. You know, 
we have it easy now, to be honest, with with our you know technological capabilities, kind of reaching back home and you know doing FaceTime or, or kind of at least seeing video uh, of the kids, which helps a lot. But it's it's definitely tough, you know, especially with a really young one watching over you know six five six months, the drastic changes that they're making and knowing that you're you're not there for it. Um, it's definitely a, a harder thing to watch, um, you know, and it's always kind of in the back of your mind, you know, what are you missing out on? You know, what's going on? Are there, you know, what big milestones, you know, are, are you missing? Um, I've been fortunate and not having to really miss anything huge. I, I missed a Christmas, but he was still so young that it, it wasn't, you know, that big of a deal. Um, those are the hardest parts though, you know, definitely the guys that have older kids and, you know, I've seen them kind of miss, you know, the birthdays and the Christmases and, and those kind of things constantly. And those are, that's definitely the hardest part when you miss out on those, those special deals. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I couldn't even imagine that, Matt. And I know, I know one thing too, like uh, being like a civilian guy, like the first time I have, I know you guys get that service before self mentality built into you guys in your military careers, but right. I would hear like as, as a civilian guy, the first time I ever got anything like that was becoming becoming a dad for the first time and it was like i kind of got that idea of wow like there is somebody on this planet that i that i would sacrifice my life for uh the first time i i you know we get that out here is is from being a father and obviously you are, are a uh, medal of honor recipient uh it's the highest award that could be received in the military what was it like for you uh to be there to receive that award and to have your wife and your child present uh during the ceremony uh yeah you know it was still something i'm trying to wrap my head around to be honest with you um so i was awarded in october for an action that took place um in 2008 you know so it, it's something that happened you know so long ago that it you know literally fallen off the radar and i'd moved on with my career and done my thing and then you know got all that kind of got re-energized um fairly quickly um but but having them we actually didn't bring nolan up for the whole ceremony um since he was still Still a little too young for him to understand it, um, which is, you know, something that it's very, it's unfortunate. We wrestled with it a lot, um, but having them there, you know, was was great. My wife being there for me. Um, luckily, we have the ability to kind of go back and watch the ceremony again, and we have all the pictures. and And my son knows, you know, that his dad met the president and got a medal and all that kind of stuff. He got to watch it on TV here. Um, and is, you know, extremely excited about it. Hasn't, you know, obviously doesn't fully understand it, but, you know, he's still, every time he sees a president on TV, he's like, oh, it's President Trump, you know, dad, I met the president and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, it's awesome. And it's, it's definitely added another layer of responsibility to live up to in his eyes, you know, as well, which is, is I think, going to continue to be interesting. Yeah, I, I rewatched it again, Liz. I'm going to put a link in the description of today's podcast episode to the YouTube video of the ceremony. This way, my listeners can check it out and see what we're talking about. And and I know they have the book, um, uh, No Way Out, uh, about the incident that took place where mm -hmm. you, you and, and so many uh, of your brothers were, were awarded medals uh, for the incident. Did you ever read the book? Uh, did you have any thoughts on that? You know, honestly, I have not read it. <laughs> um, I, you know, my wife's read it and family members have read it and everything. Um, and it, that's something that kind of came together. And I was, I was still right in the middle of my, my team time. We were, you know, going everywhere. I think I did a couple deployments during the writing of the book. So I honestly didn't have much input on it. Um, but I've heard it's good and it, it's a, it's a, 
accurate representation of, of kind of what happened that day. Um, since the book was written, there's actually two two of us have been awarded Medal of Honor, um, Ron Schur and myself, um, uh, along with, like you mentioned, several other folks that got awarded Valorous Awards for it. So it was, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to say and, and, and identify with it, but it's, you know, it's, for what it's worth, I guess, a relatively historical battle um, from the war in Afghanistan. And, um, you know, it's, it's worth looking into and understanding what, you know, the guys out there are doing and are willing to do for, for their country and for each other. Yeah, the story of it is just incredible to, to read. I mean, the way that you guys were outnumbered and, and just uh, it, it, the whole thing is just mind boggling. The way that you guys are able to handle them type of situations. I'm blown away by it. But now, if they did option this thing for a movie, do you have anybody in mind in particular you'd want to play yourself <laughs> or no? All right, dads, are you prepared to unveil your summer bod? Manscaped is here to ensure that your post-quarantine body is ready to make its shirtless debut. Don't be that guy on the beach with a bushy Chewbacca chest that's out of control, and chances are that Austin Powers sweater vest look isn't going to be your ticket to Ladyland this summer. Trim that bare rug down to size with Manscaped's third-generation waterproof cordless body trimmer, the Lawnmower 3.0. It is the best trimmer on the market for those in need of a chest shave. Don't take a chance giving yourself an accidental nipple piercing using a traditional razor. This third-generation trimmer features skin-safe technology to reduce manscaping accidents. And right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners are getting 20% off plus free shipping with the code FATHER at manscaped.com. Did you hear that? That's 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com using the promo code FATHER. And you can start trimming that nest on your chest today. Now, if they did option this thing for a movie, do you have anybody in mind in particular you'd want to play yourself or no? <laughs> you know, we, uh, it's funny, Ron and I actually, uh, and several other guys on the team, right when this all happened, used to joke about that all the time. That was that was 10 or so years ago, so I think our cast members have, uh, have moved on. But, you know, we haven't, I don't know anymore, to be honest with you. I, <laughs> it'd be hard to find somebody that, you know, looked like me 10 years ago, I think. <laughs> Well, you gotta you gotta go and throw a Chris Pratt in there or something yeah, like that, yeah, gotta, you know? I gotta, I gotta get an action the, guy in there. I'm gonna um, look up all the young guys. I don't know anybody anymore. <laughs> Reining it back into you as a dad here, what are some of the top values that you're hoping uh, to instill into your son? Uh, you know, some of the biggest ones are, are things I learned from from my dad. Honestly, you know, was you know work ethic, loyalty, uh, honesty, humility. Um, I think all all those things are extremely important to to impart on the youth uh, today. Um, specifically, you know, your own children. Um, so we're creating, you know, a, a younger generation that knows what hard work is, you know, know what it is to care about one another, know what it is to to be honest and loyal um, and, and humility uh, when in a time where I think everybody's looking for, I don't know, Instagram fame and all that kind of stuff. There's a lot of detractors out there. And I think those things that really keep people grounded uh, are important and and really lead to to a person of strong character uh, that's that can kind of overcome obstacles and you know do great things. Yeah, well said. Yeah, I think that's one of the reasons why I think we need to get more of your stories out there, just because it's important the the values that come from you know just just taking ownership and responsibility. I think right now we're in a world where everybody passes the buck along and it's not mm-hmm. my fault, it's somebody else's. They always look for an excuse, and I think we need more of that mindset of uh, of taking the ownership of, of for our actions. And you mentioned your own father there. What, what's I know I know Nolan is young yet, but what type of disciplinary are you? Is spanker a timeout guy? Is it different? <laughs> 
Is it different than the discipline style that you grew up with? Uh, you know, it's funny. You know, everybody's everybody's always mad at their dad till they have to become, you know, become them. Um, you know, we're it's an ongoing, constant, you know, learning process for my wife and I both. Um, I'll say she's definitely probably a little more strict than I am right now. You know, it's 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 a three year old boy. It's literally the funnest thing you could ever do. So. I, you know, I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I give him some breaks probably when I shouldn't, but uh, you know, we're working through trying to find the best process that works. To be honest, uh, like I said, he's he's stubborn and, and strong-willed. Um, so you know, timeouts I think have started to not work anymore for as far as we can tell. <laughs> but uh, you know, the the biggest thing we're trying to do is ensure that we teach you know teach him manners and and teach him to be kind and. And, uh, and, you know, be a good listener, all those things that, uh, you know, at three that, that we can try to impart on him and, and work through it. I mean, you know, I, I've been told the terrible twos are, you know, it's a myth and it's really the, the threes and that's pretty much where we're at right now. Yeah, it's definitely an on-the-job learning process <laughs> for sure. And what, what about what about as far as your bedtime routine, Matt? Are you like a, a storyteller? Are you reading the books, a lullaby guy? How do you kind of handle that? Yeah, so that's one thing that we've done uh, – from early on was we were, we were very strict with scheduling and because of that, Nolan, he's awesome at, at on, on schedule. So we, you know, we have a preset regimen for the evening time. We you know do the bath time thing, play a little bit. And he, he likes to do what he calls moves where he runs around and creates crazy dance moves or I don't know what, what all, but uh, then definitely do the book. We, we really make it a, a focus to continue you know, to read to him and, you know, constantly, um, and that's kind of what we do. And then every now and then it'll be rock with mom, you know, depending on how he's feeling. And then, and we put him in bed and he's actually, he's been a great sleeper and he, he's really good at his, his little routine and schedule, which we like a lot. Yeah. Good stuff. And what about Matt, as far as advice for parents out there that have kids, I know we're coming up to what well, would have been graduation time, but I mean, people yeah. are now they're graduating from high school. And we have a lot of kids that will be uh, joining the armed forces. What kind of advice do you have for parents out there that have kids that are about to enlist or about to sign up or about to join the military? Yeah, you know, it's, I think uh, from a parental perspective, you will, I think that's probably a, a really tough thing to hear. I know it was for my mom. Uh, you know, I, I finished college and then basically told my parents I was joining the military um, and going into the special forces. That's what I signed up to do. It's what I always kind of wanted to do uh and my mom was you know it's a it's a mixed emotions you're extremely proud obviously that you raised somebody that that understands the value of service and and has a willingness to serve their country uh but in the back of your mind you've always got that that extra worry of you know my son or daughter is about to put themselves in harm's way and 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 what are they going to face and what's it going to be like um and they're going away and and you know what's you know am i going to be able to talk to them see them etc uh, but the, the, I guess the biggest piece of advice is, you know, understand that, you know, America's military is the literally we're the best trained, uh, best equipped, best armed force on the planet. Um, and our job in the military is to take care of our soldiers, take care of our, our men and women and ensure that they're extremely competent uh, at their job, that they're ready to perform at the highest level. Um, and the value that they're going to get out of their service you know, is, is well worth uh, their endeavor. Yeah. Great stuff, Matt. Yeah. We, and, and thank God, because we wouldn't stand a chance in this world without you guys. So, uh, 
it, it, it's awesome to hear that. What, what about what's next for you now? How much longer in your career do you have to go until until you're going to be done? Or what's what do you see yourself doing? Beyond? Any political aspirations or what's going to be next for you? <laughs> uh, you know, so I've got I've got at least five years until I hit, you know, the, the 20 year retirement mark. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to those. And, you know, I'm, I'm doing something that I love. You know, I, I joined the Army uh, in 2005 uh, and I was going to do five years and and get out and move on and, and try a federal law enforcement thing or something like that. That was kind of my goal. And I really fell in love with what I was doing. And at that point, I told myself, as long as I enjoyed it, I was going to continue to do it. And I still have that mindset today. Um, you know, so I've at least got five more years. Uh, and I, I look forward to kind of moving up in leadership roles and taking care of the younger guys and, and training them and, and getting them ready to do what what we need them to do. Um, and as, after that, I, I, honestly, I haven't quite put it all together yet, to, to be honest with you. Um, things have changed quite a bit for me over the past year, uh, especially with the with the Medal of Honor and everything. And it's opened up a lot of opportunities. And, and I've seen, you know, ways to, to help out in other ways and give back. Uh, the Medal of Honor and the Medal of Honor Society um, puts a lot of focus on the youth and does a lot with schools and kids. And, and I've, I've really started to enjoy a little bit of that I've gotten to do. Um, so we'll see. I, I honestly haven't really haven't thought about it. Yeah, it makes sense, Matt. And let, you know what? Last thing I want to hit you with here. Uh, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast. What type of advice do you have for the new dad or for that about to be father who's out there listening? Uh, you know, honestly, I think I think it's really don't panic. You know, it's, you're, you're not going to be prepared for it, um, but do the best you can. And, and remember, you know, remember what you've, you, you you were taught as a kid and what you learned through your lifetime and and make sure you understand the values that, that you want to put forth and, and how you want to raise your kid and, and have that dialogue with your significant other and and move forward with the plan and just be prepared to change it as it, as it comes because it's, it's going to change, um, you know. The kids are going to change your life and no matter you know how many books you read or or, or whatever wherever you you get your knowledge from it's it's not always going to be that way every everything's different uh, every kid's different and they all have their own different needs so as long as you're there for them and, and you put them first and you know and make them the focus and I think you'll be fine yeah very well said i love the message this has been a big honor for me i gotta say matt williams you're a first class father all the way and thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on first class fatherhood Absolutely, Ak. I appreciate it. Again, it's an honor to be here. The the the, the people you've had on are, are all amazing folks. Several of them I've looked up to in my own life. So it's it's a pleasure and honor to to actually uh, be on here with you. Yeah. Thank you, Matt. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Matt Williams for giving me a few minutes of his time here. It was such an honor. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. Keep it locked in. A lot more action coming your way this week. Tomorrow on the podcast, actor Sam Jager stops by. He starred in Parenthood. He's in The Handmaid's Tale, The Politician. Don't miss out on that. And then Friday, we are going to have one of the original members and current members of Boys to Men, Sean Stockman joins me to cap off the week all right so don't forget to subscribe to the podcast that's all i got for you guys today i'm alec lace thank you for listening to first class fatherhood and please remember guys we are not babysitters we are fathers and we're not just fathers we are first class fathers